is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I watched a lot of this hearing today. These whistleblowers were tremendous patriots. The Democrat Party is filled with loathsome scum. And just like with the FBI whistleblowers, all they did was try to character assess. I like this guy, Roe, what's his name, Roe Condon, who goes on Fox to pretend he's, he's a moderate. He's another fraud. Jamie Raskin, he is a Marxist, just like old daddy. Then you have some of these radicals going on about, can't use a two-tiered system of justice. That's appropriating it from the civil rights movement. Ah, shut the hell up. We'll say what we want to. Speech police. But these Democrats stand shoulder to shoulder. Their boots are clicking. They're unbelievable. You know, we we have Republicans who peel off. I can't put up with this anymore. Not them. Now, most of you didn't see this. If you typically watch CNN or MSNBC, which you don't, but I'm just saying the, the general you, they didn't even run it. They censored it. Censored it. They didn't even run it. Because they don't want you to know about Joe Biden, the crook. And Merrick Garland now, ladies and gentlemen, has to be has to be said to be a a mob lawyer. But I'm getting ahead of myself, which I like to do from time to time. I want to read some of the opening testimony from Ziegler, Joe Ziegler the second IRS whistleblower, who was incredibly effective in some ways more than the first. And he says in part in his opening statement, I'd recently heard an elect official say that I must be more credible because I am a gay Democrat married to a man. And by the way, that just drives the Democrats more nuts. More nuts. 
I'm no more credible than this man sitting next to me due to my sexual orientation or my political beliefs. Remember a couple of those uh, independent journalists who testified and they were trashed? Remember they both said they were Democrats and they voted for Biden? Didn't matter. They, they tried to destroy them. Power, baby. Since I was raised and have always strived to do what is right, I've heard from some that I am a traitor to the Democratic Party, and that I am causing more division in our society. I implore you that if you were put in my position with the facts as I have stated them, that you would be doing the exact same thing, regardless of your political party affiliation. I hope that I'm an example to other LGBTQ people out there who are questioning doing the right thing as a potential cost to themselves and others. We should always do the right thing, no matter how painful the process might be. I kind of equate this to coming out. It was honestly one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I contemplated scenarios that would have been highly regrettable, but I did what was right, and I'm sitting in front of you here today. Look how he has to explain himself, the poor guy. I would like to take a minute to thank some people for their unfettered help and support. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but first off, God, for giving me the strength and courage to go through this process. My husband, who's been my rock, has put up with me and my stress, and has had to deal with his personal information being displayed on social media as part of this matter. You believe it? This is how the Democrat Party treats minorities. I don't care if you're gay, black, whatever you are. This is how they treat you. Because it's a Marxist, iron-fisted operation. They don't care about gays. They don't care about blacks. Unless they can use them. Says, I would like to address a couple of high-level arguments that I have been raised against us, Gary Shapley and me. Gary Shapley's the other IRS whistleblower. Also very, very impressive. The first concerns Mr. Weiss's authority. This is this guy, David Weiss, who the Democrats in and out of the media keep saying, he's appointed by Trump, appointed by Trump. Trump appointed over 3,000 people to the federal bureaucracy. But David Weiss appoints to, excuse me, reports to Merrick Garland. And is there going to be a Republican one day who actually says that? Care who appointed him? He reports to Merrick Garland. And if Merrick Garland didn't like what he was doing, he'd be gone. Merrick Garland will never touch a special counsel against Biden. He'll do everything he can to prevent it. Because he knows that will destroy Biden and his presidency. Why do you think the Democrats kept pushing for a special counsel against Trump? Without any predicate. Mr. Weiss stated that he had been granted ultimate authority over this matter, but then later stressed in the same letter that his charging authority is geographically limited and that he would need to ask President Biden, appointed U.S. attorney, his, Biden's appointed U.S. attorneys to, uh, to partner with him in charging the case. A U.S. attorney is not free to go into another jurisdiction, period. Unless they get the written consent of the President of the United States or perhaps the Attorney General in his stead, delegated to him. He can't just go into another division or they'd be all over each other. There's 93 of them. 
We know that, <coughs> excuse me, we know that as recently as March 2023, even the Department of Justice Tax Division attorney assigned to the case questioned Mr. Weiss's authority and didn't know where Mr. Weiss was going to charge the, the case. Mr. Weiss stated that he was making decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of the prosecution consistent with federal law and so forth. He never had the authority to go anywhere. Let's see the letter that gave it to him from Biden or Garland. There isn't one. Well, he never asked. Well, apparently, that's the issue, isn't it? And he goes on. With respect to, uh, let's see here, Hunter Biden. Under the criminal code, two key considerations in charging Violations under Title 26 are willfulness and a tax loss. The criminal context, willfulness is defined as a voluntary, intentional violation of a known legal duty. The tax loss is the monetary loss to the government. After our testimony, some have missed issues regarding whether Hunter Biden's conduct with respect to his income tax violations was willful and whether there was sufficient monetary loss to the government. He says, in early 2020, Hunter Biden unfiled, unfiled, and delinquent tax returns were being prepared, which includes his 2018 tax return. During the 2020 time period, uh, let's see here, by returns, uh, by Hunter Biden's own account, he was sober, newly married, and writing his memoir. Hunter Biden's accountants requested that that he signed a representation letter stating that all deductions for business purposes and were being reported appropriately. Statements Hunter Biden made in, the, uh, in this filing raised questions. Raised questions. For instance, he claimed business deductions for payments to the Chateau Marmont, a hotel room for a supposed drug dealer. Sex club membership falsely referenced on the wire is a golf membership. Hotels he was black that uh, he was blacklisted from and Columbia University tuition payment for his daughter. Didn't somebody go to prison for this? Yes. But he didn't even do this. And that was the CFO of the Trump organizations. Guy's like seventy eight years old. The false deductions claimed by Hunter Biden caused a false return to be prepared that underreported his income by approximately 267000 causing a loss to the Treasury of 106000 With respect to the 2014 tax year, Hunter Biden did not report any of the money he earned from Burisma for the 2014 tax year, which would have been a tax loss to the U.S. Treasury of about 125000 According to my previous testimony, he says Hunter Biden did not report this income to the IRS or pay tax on this source of income. He says, I'd like to make clear that the charging document from the District of Delaware, Hunter Biden was charged with failure to timely pay taxes 2016 and 2018 in excess of $100,000 for each of those years. On Hunter Biden's 2017 and 28 tax return, he reported taxes owed of $581,000 and $620,000, respectfully. This tax amount for twenty eight would not have included the additional alleged tax due and owing from a 
filed false tax returns. By the way, during his testimony, Ziegler, who was the point man in many of the, much of this, he said that his best calculation is based on what he had. He didn't have everything. And they weren't allowed to conduct interviews. He got one interview out of 12 that they were able to conduct. That the Bidens took in about $17 million. Think about this. With no business, no service, nothing. This is as corrupt as it gets. It is as corrupt as it gets. I mean, the most corrupt thing is, you know, maybe Chappaquiddick. But beyond that, this is as corrupt as it gets. Remember how they covered for Ted Kennedy. His testimony is very involved. It's quite long. There was other information that came out. Marjorie Teller Green, she did an excellent job. Ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden was buying sex across state lines. He's paying for airline flights for young prostitutes to come from Utah to Washington and so forth and so on. This is considered sex trafficking. It's considered a man act violation. The president of the United States' son. And the Democrats, they were very upset about this, weren't they, Mr. Producer? Not one of them was concerned about sex trafficking. Not one. Not one of them was concerned that Hunter Biden didn't pay his taxes. Not one. Not one was concerned about the obstruction that took place, DOG, into the IRS. Not one. They talked about Trump over and over again. They talked about how the Republicans are appropriating the term two-tier justice, and they better stop because that belongs to the civil rights movement, don't you know? So they're trying to silence them. Jamie Raskin. He's a good little Stalinist communist. This guy, Ronan, is that his name? Ron. Ro Cone. What's his name, right? Ro Khanna. Wouldn't even let the guy finish. He's grilling the guy. The guy can't finish. His sentences was obnoxious. Goes on TV. Oh, that guy's sensible. No, he's not. He's a jerk. There's a lot here. A whole lot. Listen to this. Cut one, go. I've recently discovered that people are saying that I must be more credible because I'm a Democrat who happens to be married to a man. I'm no more credible than this man sitting next to me due to my, actual, due to my sexual orientation or my political beliefs. The truth is, my credibility comes today from my job experience with the IRS and my intimate knowledge of the agency's standard and procedures. I was raised and have always strived to do what is right. Although I do have my supporters, others have said that I am a traitor to the Democratic Party and that I am causing more division in our society. I implore you to consider that if you were in my position with the facts as I have stated them, ask yourself if you would be doing the exact same thing. I hope that I am an example to other LGBTQ people out there who are questioning doing the right thing at the potential cost of themselves and others. And when we come back after the break, I want you to hear more from this gentleman. And I want you to hear more from Mr. Shapley. Uh, these are stand-up gentlemen trying to do their jobs. And they ran into the Biden mob family. They ran into Garland and the Department of Injustice. They ran into a department that would not take these cases 
I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I want you to hear more of Joe Ziegler. And by the way, the fact that he mentioned that he's a Democrat, that he's gay, that he's married to another man, was of absolutely no consequence to the Democrats. They don't care. And their hate for Trump is palpable. Their hate for America is palpable. They are everything I say they are in my new book, The Democrat Party Hates America. And more. I mean, here you have whistleblowers. We've had now about a dozen whistleblowers come forward. FBI, IRS, give or take. They've trashed every single one of them. They don't care if the FBI is out of control as long as the FBI is doing their bidding. Keep that in mind. We've talked about this. They own the FBI. <laughs> they own it. They own the Department of Justice. These whistleblowers to the Democrat Party, they're useless idiots, not useful idiots. So whoever comes forward, whether they're Democrats or gay or straight or black, it doesn't matter. They're on a power-grabbing mission like never before. And they see their opportunity right now. I'll be right back. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Now, NBC, uh, well... They didn't much like these hearings either. 
their headline in the article they wrote wasn't about all these unbelievable revelations by these whistleblowers. All these unbelievable reservations by these whistleblowers. No. Their headline was, Democrats question the objectivity of the whistleblowers. Now, I know this is frustrating. It's frustrating for me, too. You're staring tyranny in the eyes. We do not have a free press. And there's no reason for the government to control the press because the press voluntarily is controlled. I mean, for a headline like that, were they watching what I was watching? Character assassination? Democrats basically saying this is racist. One idiot gets up there and says he wants a hearing on the rich not paying taxes. That it's the poor and the middle class who are getting audited all the time, Mr. Producer. And you know that moron voted for 87,000 new IRS agents. It's like, what are you talking about, schmo? Two of the dunderheads did that. Some of them got on their hot. This guy, uh, Cherry Connolly, who represents the bureaucrats in Fairfax County. That guy not only looks stupid, he is stupid. And this is one of the most educated counties in America. What did they decide to do there? Said so we got to pick the stupidest among us and send them to Congress? I remember when that county was mostly Republican. 30 years ago. Loudoun County. Remember when that was heavily Republican, now it's Democrat. Oh, well. Here's Joe Ziegler. Also, more of his testimony today. Cut to go. In a recent letter to Congress, Mr. Weiss stated that he had been granted ultimate authority over this matter, but then later stated in the same letter that his charging authority is geographically limited and that he would need a President Biden appointed U.S. attorney to partner with him in charging the case. Mr. Weiss stated that he he was making all decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of the prosecution consistent with federal law, the principles of federal prosecution, and departmental regulations. In the, internal, in the criminal tax manual, Chapter 10, found on the DOJ website, tax division policy states that cases involving indiv- individuals who fail to file tax returns or pay a tax, but who also commit acts of evasion or obstruction, should be charged as felonies to avoid an equitable treatment. In early August of 2022, federal prosecutors from the Department of Justice Tax Division drafted a 99-page memorandum. In, in so, they were recommending for approval felony and misdemeanor charges for the 2017, 18, and 19 tax years. That did not happen here, and I am not sure why. So if you have prosecutors that would be in the criminal division of the tax division of the Department of Justice who prepared a 99-page Memo, in other words, bill of particulars, why they want to proceed in a hot case like this. They have to be careful, right? Who stopped it? Well, only one of really two or three people have the power to do that. Obviously, the Attorney General of the United States, the Deputy Attorney General of the United States, and the Associate Attorney General of the United States. Those are the top three offices. Typically, the criminal division reports directly to the deputy attorney general. And we know who that is, Lisa Monaco. 
She's a radical bomb-throwing Stalinist. That's what she is. Now, remember the backdrop of all this, which is the Dorn report. People say, oh, can you believe it? You know, these are just disputes and decisions. That, this, that's that row moron from the Silicon Valley. But we know they're corrupt. The 300-page report that not a single one of these Democrats read because they don't care, the Dorn report, shows you chapter and verse how corrupt the FBI has been how corrupt the Department of Justice has been, how there's two tiers of justice. These people are not going to, you know, I don't even use that phrase, two tiers of justice. Remember, I condemned it. Now I'm going to use it all the time because I'm not going to have people tell me what I can and cannot say to try and silence me. If that is verboten, then in my book, let's say it and say it often. But the whole enterprise is corrupt. Cut three, go. The decision to bring felony counts against Hunter Biden was agreed to by both prosecutors and investigators. In the fall of 2021, I met with prosecutors assigned to the case, and we all agreed and decided which charges we are going to recommend to, in the prosecution report, which included felony counts related to 2014 and 18. In March of 2022, the prosecutors requested discovery from the investigative team and presented the case to the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office. In later meetings in early August of 2022, the assigned prosecutors, all four attorneys, agreed to recommend felony and misdemeanor charges for the 2017, 18, and 19 tax years, insofar as the Department of Justice Tax Division attorney sent an email about the process of bringing charges to include felony and misdemeanor tax charges in two separate districts, Delaware and Los Angeles. Less than a month later, Gary Shapley and I met with Mr. Weiss. He stated that he agreed with us regarding the 2014 and 2015 tax year misdemeanor and felony charges, but that this could somehow affect the later year misdemeanor and felony charges that he conveyed were stronger. Despite these facts, the plea deal that is, being dis- that is being discussed occurred. To this day, I do not have a reason why that occurred. From my perspective, this might not have been problematic had the investigation been handled in the ordinary course. Mm-hmm. But if it were Trump, man, they'd be throwing the book at him. They'd be throwing the whole Library of Congress at him. Cut three, go. I will also note that while the impression has been conveyed... Mm-hmm by the U.S. attorney in Delaware, that he has similar powers to that of a special counsel in this case, free reign to do as needed, that was not the case. It appeared to me, based on what I experienced, that the U.S. attorney in Delaware in our investigation was constantly hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials, as well as other U.S. attorneys. Now, isn't that a big story? The same Department of Justice that is bringing... Fake, they like the word fake, fake charges against Donald Trump and perhaps another set of fake charges against Donald Trump is obstructing when it comes to Biden. This the this same, same thing that took place before. That took place before in the Dorm Report. Protecting Hillary Clinton and going after Trump. Go ahead. Special counsel is necessary for this investigation. Stop. Something Moi has been saying from day one. Why do you need a special counsel? 
several reasons. The special counsel does not the, need the approval of a president, the attorney general, other U.S. attorneys to go into these different districts. So there's no question about that. That's number one. Number two, special counsel are appointed when there is an appearance of or a fact of a conflict of interest. And the individual you appoint under the rules has to be somebody outside the Department of Justice. I am convinced now that Merrick Garland's not only protecting Biden, but he's protecting himself. Because if a special counsel is really a bulldog or a Doberman, you get the point. And really bites the ankle of this thing. He'll not only be getting getting a Biden, he'll be getting Merrick Garland, his communications, his obstructions. And all the rest of it. He'll be able to look into the inner sanctum of the Department of Injustice. I'm convinced 100% that Garland, perhaps through intermediaries, but Garland's been in touch with the White House. Now, why do I say that without any evidence? Because I read about Franklin Roosevelt and how he handled federal prosecutions, IRS investigations, FBI investigations. The communication was constant. It was through the back door. Because I read how John Kennedy did the same thing. And worked with, among others, Ben Bradley, his best buddy. Because I read how Lyndon Johnson did that, plus the CIA. That these things don't just happen. Remember the Tea Party was under attack? Did that just happen? They blamed it on two two low-level morons in Cincinnati. Two low-level morons in Cincinnati didn't have that kind of power. Obama pleaded stupidity. Stupidity. Yeah, it all benefited him. It destroyed a number of Tea Party organizations and and harmed the movement. And when it was all said and done, when all the damage was over, they paid them three and a half million dollars, that is the government, the groups. Too late. Too late. But this is what they do. FDR unleashed IRS investigations against his political opponents. You'll see this in the book, too, against media that was hostile to him. He went after the former Treasury Secretary of Calvin Coolidge. Mellon was clean as can be. Wanted to punish him. It's all on the record. But no, no, no. The most corrupt administration in American history. Here they draw the line. I don't believe it for two seconds. Merrick Garland is not going to appoint a special counsel. Because if he was, he would have done it by now. Also notice another thing. They keep saying that this guy Weiss, the U.S. attorney from Wilmington, was appointed by Trump, right? And yet when they have a federal judge who issues an order they don't like in the media and elsewhere, they say, oh, it's a Trump appointee. So what is it? The Trump name is golden? It's platinum when it comes to an investigator? Because the investigator hasn't done what the Democrats fear the most? Or it's 
It's a name in the dirt to the Democrats when they can use to attack a judge. Folks, these people are nuts. But they're powerful. They're very powerful. Gary Shapley, the senior criminal IRS investigator. Cut five, go. In this country, we believe in the rule of law, and that applies to everyone. There should not be a two-track justice system depending on who you are and who you're connected to. Uh-oh, two-track comes close to the line, Mr. Producer. Two-track, almost two-tier, close enough. He's a white supremacist. Go ahead. Based on my experience, I'm here to tell you that the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office and Department of Justice handling the Hunter Biden tax investigation was very different from any other case in my 14 years at the IRS. At every stage, decisions were made that benefited the subject of this investigation. For example, prosecutors concealed contents of Hunter Biden's... Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Pull it back about 10 seconds, Rich. We can't do that. We have our Eastern... uh, East German equipment that we bought on the cheap. No, here's the thing. This is what they did with Hillary. They could have brought a case in the Espionage Act under their theory of the case. But they said no good prosecutor would. And she's not even protected by the Presidential Records Act. And yet Trump, all the indictments relate to the Espionage Act and obstruction of it. Go ahead. Investigators. DOJ slow walk steps to include interviews, serving document requests, and executing search warrants. Warrants that were ready as early as April of 2020, but were delayed until after the November November 2020 election and never pursued. Listen to that. Listen to that. They didn't do that because these search warrants are public once they're filed and executed. They didn't want that coming out before the election. We've had endless election interference by this administration, by DOJ, FBI, in 2016, in 2020, 2022. And the worst of it is now. They're brazen about it. And by the way, uh, Mr. Uh, right, what, what's the Smith, but he goes to Subway uh, to get a, I don't know what, what he was eating. I hope you choke on it, you jerk. What do you think of that? That's right. Go ahead. Follow up on WhatsApp messages from Hunter Biden's Apple iCloud backup, where he suggested he was sitting next to his father. Assistant United States Attorney Leslie Wolf cited the optics of executing a search warrant at President Biden's residence as a deciding factor for not allowing it, even though she agreed that probable cause existed. Prosecutors instructed. So they're blocking search warrants left and right. They're blocking search warrants left and right. Nobody cared about the optics at Mar-a-Lago, did they? It's the same crowd. Same crowd. They didn't care about optics at Mar-a-Lago. And by the way, Chris Christie, you slob. All happening under your buddy Christopher Ray. Hold on to that point on the audio. I'll be right back. Mud Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. 
We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Gary Shapley, whistleblower, IRS cut six go. The Justice Department allowed the president's political appointees to weigh in on whether to charge the president's son. After United States Attorney for D.C., Matthew Graves, appointed by President Biden, refused to bring charges in March 2022, I watched United States now Attorney... Now let's wa- stop right there. This is the guy that unleashed holy hell on everybody that was at the Capitol on January 6th. I don't mean in the Capitol. I don't mean violent. Anybody who was at the Capitol on the ground. You see what I'm talking about? And he was appointed to replace the former U.S. attorney there who would not agree to those terms with the Department of Justice. Go ahead. Senior FBI and IRS senior leaders on October 7th, 2022, that he was not the deciding person on whether charges were filed. That was my red line. I had already seen a pattern of preferential treatment and obstruction. Now, United States Weiss was admitting that what the American people believed, based on Attorney General's sworn, sworn statement, was false. I unbelievable, unbelievable. All right. We got more. We've got other things, too, but I don't want us to ignore this. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Let me uh, just sum this up. As I listened to the testimony and took notes here. These two IRS agents, who are veterans, one of whom was a senior supervisor, the other of whom was the target agent in this case, they had search warrants denied. They had witness interviews, material witnesses. Denied. They could only do one out of 12. We have this text. You've heard it about Hunter Biden shaking down the communist Chinese official. Saying they want uh, really five and a half million, but total 10 million. They were blocked from tracking down sort of the GPS process to see if actually 
Joe Biden and and Hunter Biden were together. The assistant U.S. attorney Wolf said there was probable cause to issue a search warrant, but she blocked it. Concerned about, here's the word, optics. They concerned about optics with Trump? Yeah, right. They were told by the Department of Justice, do not, when you do interviews of anyone, which of course subsequently were blocked, mention the big guy. That phrase comes back again, the big guy. The big guy. They're directed not to conduct interviews, I just said. This U.S. Attorney David Weiss from Wilmington told a room full of six people that he didn't have the final say on what he could do because they were talking about, well, we need to go to L.A., we need to go to Washington. And, of course, he's Wilmington. He said, I don't have the final say. They testified that they were constantly hamstrung, constantly blocked, constantly marginalized, slow walked. In one case, the statute of limitation actually ran. So the government forfeited $125,000 that was owed to it by Hunter Biden. Can you imagine that, Mr. Producer? They're slow walking a statute so you don't have to pay your taxes. I mean, it's. And uh, these two whistleblowers both have testified today that they are being mistreated now at their place of work. <coughs> Excuse me. All this is going on. Cut seven, Mr. Producer. Cut seven. Go. You also testified that Assistant United States Attorney Leslie Wolf told you that you would get into hot water if interviewed the president's grandchildren. In other cases that you've worked over your career, have you ever had a prosecutor tell you that you couldn't interview a relevant witness? So there, there, there are certain things that come into whether we talk to a witness or not. So if they're an attorney, if there's some special situation that might come up that might cause caution to interviewing that witness, but I have never been told that we couldn't approach someone to interview them as a part of an investigation. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's certain situations to where you have to do a further analysis of the information like that you might Like attorney-client privilege he's talking about. But generally, go ahead. But if they're an attorney, but yeah, so in this case, we needed uh, to... To, to talk to witnesses related to things that were deducted on the tax return. And in, in this case, it was the adult children um, that we needed to talk to. I want you to put yourselves in this situation. If you were in Hunter Biden's situation, you conducted your life this way. You'd be going to federal prison for at least 20 years. They'd throw the book at you. And then you look at this stupid document case where they're charging Trump with up to 40 counts. That's what people mean by two-tier justice. And of course, they're right. Joe Ziegler again, the second IRS whistleblower. Cut eight, go. When it came to questions, I, as a part of the investigation, we interviewed a lot of people. 
Um, and as a part of that investigation, interviewing you wanna, a lot of people is different than interviewing material witnesses. Okay. You can interview this guy, that guy. They were only allowed to interview one out of 12 material witnesses. Go ahead. Ask questions. It should be an open environment. I realize that there are some attorney client privilege information involved in this, but there was there was an environment when we were interviewing people. Well, we that were didn't stop Jack Smith. He just bowled right through it, baby. Can't worry about stuff like that. Is he still eating that foot long, Mr. Producer? That subway foot long? That seems to be at the focus of CNN. Or with any luck, as he choked on it. Go ahead. To ask questions, questions that could lead to the presidential campaign. And this is after the campaign's over. So questions like that, it was restricted. And I was it, it, so things like that were we were limited to, to talking about. And this is the gentleman who felt like he had to say that he's a Democrat, that he's gay, has a husband and so forth. And he's telling you that it was all about the election. I mean, I want you to think about it. Joe Biden's probably too stupid or too far gone to do all this, but people around him are not. They figured they had Twitter and Facebook all sewn up. So they were controlling what could be on those platforms. They figured they had the the Hunter Biden laptop squelched. They controlled the DOJ and FBI. They figured they had all this Hunter Biden stuff squelched. They squelched all this stuff about Joe Biden till after the election. This is a a fascistic Marxist, if you will, mob operation. And there's NBC, NBC News, of course, today with their headline, as I mentioned, that the Democrats were questioning the independence of the whistleblowers. That's what they got out of the hearings. All right, let's go to Representative James Comer. Did a hell of a job running that committee today. Cut 10, go. In just six months, we have obtained thousands of pages of financial records. This includes bank records for Biden family associates and suspicious activity reports generated by the Bidens and their associates' high-dollar or foreign business transactions. What these records reveal is astonishing. The Bidens created over 20 shell companies, most of which were created when Joe Biden was vice president. Bank records so far show the Biden family, their business associates, and their companies received over $10 million from foreign nationals and related companies. A lot of this money poured in while Joe Biden was vice president. Despite creating many companies after vice president took office, the Biden family used associates companies to receive millions of dollars from foreign companies in China, Ukraine, and Romania. After foreign companies sent money to business associates' companies, the Bidens then received incremental payments over time to various different bank accounts. These complicated financial transactions were used deliberately to conceal the source of funds and total amounts. No normal business operates like this. What were the Biden selling? Nothing but influence and access to the Biden network. 
This is an influence peddling scheme to enrich the Bidens. We need to know whether Joe Biden is compromised by these schemes and if our national security oh, he is, is threatened. He's compromised. Mentally compromised, but he's also morally compromised. And, and I want you to think about this. All this stuff coming out, no thanks to the Democrats. And if we didn't have a five-vote majority in the House, we wouldn't be getting this information. I want you to think about this. We have a compromised man in the Oval Office. He's a crook. He's corrupt. And not just basic petty crime in the United States. He's bought off by foreign governments. He and his family, to the tune of millions and millions of dollars. And the Democrat Party is okay with that. New York Times is okay with that. Washington Post is okay with that. Maggie Haberman's okay with that. Jeremy and his Peters, they're okay with it. Philip, uh, what's his name? Philip Bump. He's okay. They're all okay with it. It's okay. No big deal. It's a problem. On top of that, the guy shouldn't be a president. You know, we have the 25th Amendment there for a reason, but one of the ways that's supposed to work, and it's complicated, involves cabinet secretaries and the vice president. They're not going to remove Biden. They've got all the power in the world with the figurehead in there. Why would they remove Biden? So Biden shouldn't be president because he should, if he's president, be removed under the 25th Amendment. The 25th Amendment was ratified specifically for a case like this. But are we actually going to have the American people elect by hook or by crook? Somebody who is so mentally impaired and so corrupt as our president? Do we completely lack virtue so badly? And the answer is yes. Not we, but our enemy, our opponents. Because if you watch that hearing today, you watch the Democrats. What a sickening bunch of American-hating bastards. Started with Raskin all the way down. And they're so excited AOC's there. She's going to question. AOC voted against the resolution that said Israel's not a racist nation. And they coddle her and they embrace her. She's taking the same position as the neo-Nazis and the Klansmen and the Palestinian terrorists. That's okay. No big deal. It's all about power, 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 power. They'll get it by hook or by crook. And now they've taken over. They've devoured, finally, the FBI and the Department of Justice. And I might add the IRS. Go ahead. During our investigation, our committee became aware through whistleblower disclosures provided to Senator Chuck Grassley that the FBI had an unclassified record that details an extortion and bribery scheme involving then-Vice President Biden and a Burisma executive. This record was generated by a trusted confidential human source that the FBI has used for over a decade. It memorializes the source's conversations with the Burisma executive who claimed that he paid Joe Biden $5 million in exchange for certain actions. The Burisma executive told the confidential human source that he didn't pay the, quote, big guy, end quote, directly, but that he used so many bank accounts that it would take 10 years to unravel. Now, that sounds an awful lot like how the Bidens conduct business, using multiple bank accounts to hide the source and total amount of the money. Mm-hmm. Jim Jordan today, cut 11, go. Three different positions in a little over a month. You know whose story hasn't changed? These two guys. Their testimony has been consistent 
throughout their testimony has been the same. And guess what? Two days ago, an FBI agent confirmed their testimony. Who are you going to believe? The Justice Department can't get their story straight, changed three times in 33 days, or these two guys? The Justice Department that was found to censor Americans just two weeks ago from the federal court in Louisiana, the Justice Department that said moms and dads are terrorists, the Justice Department that said if you're a pro-life Catholic, you're an extremist, the Justice Department that can't get his story straight are these two guys. Ten years over a decade of experience for each of them, the go-to guys in international tax evasion cases, the A-team when it comes to investigating these matters, all over the world they've done this, and who've been consistent throughout. I think I'll believe these guys. I think they're the ones telling the truth. And that is, that is fundamentally what this comes down to. So God bless you guys for the work you've done, the courage you have, and for being here today, stepping forward because you care about equal treatment under the law. That's what's at stake, plain and simple. But for the Democrats, none of this matters because they hate the country. They've always hated the country. And this is the mindset, this is the thinking process, this is the understanding that I'm trying to get across with the new book, which just went to, to print tonight. This is what I'm trying to get across. This is the party that's always believed this. This party defended eugenics to the end. It defended slavery that caused a civil war right to the end. Even after the Civil War, they defended slavery, they defended segregation, they treated black people like crap. And then I have to listen, and you do, to Democrat members on this committee, some of whom are black, trashing the Republicans, saying these hearings are racist, and don't use two-tier justice? Ah, go to hell, you morons! Incredible. This party is a wrecking ball in our society. They've now effectively destroyed the FBI and the Department of Justice. They will never get their reputations back again. Never. Same with the IRS. They've destroyed it. They will never get their reputations back again. None of them. Well, the IRS never had one, but you know what I mean. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what company is looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Dan Goldman's another dumbass who uh, served as in the NY. No, he served at the 
Southern District of New York, gets elected to Congress, and he comes. How do these guys get to be prosecuted? This guy has an IQ of a snail. Of a snail. Cut eighteen. Go. In fact, based on my experience, I'm shocked that Hunter Biden was even charged with these crimes. If you look at the history of civil and criminal enforcement of tax issues and just look at Roger Stone's case, uh, he he effectively did the same thing as Hunter okay, Biden. All right. I, 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 let's let's stop. And this Joe Scarborough, you know, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're a pig. You should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, even for you, this is as low as it gets. Roger Stone did the same thing. The same thing as Hunter Biden. Nobody's done the same thing as Hunter I want to ask Joe Scarborough a question. And this fool Dan Goldman. You think sex trafficking is okay? Violating the Man Act is okay? Do you? Do you, you jerks? Is that okay with you? Roger Stone didn't do that. He didn't take money from the communist Chinese and spread it out among family members. He didn't take money from the Romanian government and spread it out among family members. He wasn't buying coke and prostitutes all over the country, you jerks. Stop trying to downplay this. Two-tier justice system. Uh, uh, they're, they're actually trying to make you believe that Hunter Biden is a victim. That's how sick these bastards are. And I got to deal with Van Jones when we come back after the bottom of the hour. And I want to thank my affiliate, North Dakota, the flag, for being able to directly deal with Van Jones who was on CNN today. I'll be right back. You know what company's looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and now 50% more 5G data Plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Mark Levin, the research arm of conservative media. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Softly good. I can do 10 things at once. Trust me. And not miss a beat on the air. You know, my buddy Sean Hannity, he's seen just a very little bit of the book because I'm not really sharing it with anybody, but he's seen a little bit. And he said, this is going to be your best ever. I said, why do you say that? I'm just going to tell you what he said. He said, here's the thing. When you're gone, when I'm gone, when we're all gone, and the country might be gone, people are going to turn to read to figure out why. 
And he says to me, and he said it to me, I'm not saying it about myself. He said, and these books, your books are going to be at the top of everybody's list in 50, 100, 150 years from now. And he said, this one in particular, it's the most comprehensive indictment of the Democrat Party and this Marxist movement where it has its roots, how it is devouring our society. This is Sean now, that anyone's ever written anywhere. I said, wow, I appreciate it. No, it's not a matter of appreciation. And he said, and I want to help you. I said, in what way? He said, we got to get this in as many hands as possible before the election. We've got to get this book in as many hands as possible. Republican, independent, so-called moderates. We've got to get it in their hands. They've got to read it. I said, what makes you think? He said, this is the counterweight to all the dark money, to all the money they're going to spend on the ads. This is the counterweight to their me- <coughs> Excuse me, to their media. I said, well, that's a lot of books. I don't know that. He said, I'm going to help you. That's Sean's take on it. I told you my wife's take. Now you might say, well, that's because they're close to you. I know, but they're also the toughest on me. They're also the toughest. And I'm tougher on me than anybody. Every time we go somewhere, meet somebody, my wife says, his nose book is unbelievable. It's the best book. The best. She's never said that about the other books. Now, it's possible some of you are so dispirited, you're just checking out, you know, uh, what the hell, another book. Can't be that way. You see the impact Karl Marx has had on this country and the world? Ideas of consequences. What do we do? This is what we do. You see the impact on philosophers all over the world, including your founding fathers that Aristotle had, Cicero had. They cite them. They quote them. Montesquieu, Locke. They may be foreign names to you, but the impact has been enormous. Even in more modern times. Thomas Sowell, Walter Williams, God bless his soul. Milton Friedman. Hayek, Mises. So many greats. All gone. Except for Tom Sowell, who's fantastic. I feel this book has that potential. You'll be the judge of it, not me. You'll be the judge of it. Most of the people hawking books today don't write their books. It's just the truth. They help edit them, and then they can claim they wrote them. But you know most of them haven't. You know most of them aren't up to the task. Some are. Or you know they're just too busy to sit down and write a book. Ladies and gentlemen, to sit down and write a book, you can't be running around the country every weekend. You just can't. You got to plant your tuchus in a chair and work and work hard. I will never write a book about myself, ever. Rescuing Sprite was really about our dogs, but I've never written a book about me. 
And I'm not going to. That's not the point. And for those naysayers out there, again, who say, well, you're doing it for the money, I just want you to know something. The least amount of money I earn in all these things that I do is from this, books. And yet the most lasting impact, books. They say people don't want to read books anymore. I don't believe it. Not you. American Marxism sold 1.4 million copies. On all formats. That's you. Had an enormous impact. But now we move to the next level. What have we learned from all these books? One thing that hasn't been properly teed up. And comprehensively addressed. Is the evil entity within us. Within our country. That has spent the earliest time since almost an establishment trying to kill our country. And they're doing it today. That's why the Department of Justice and FBI are doing what it's doing. They're doing. That's why the IRS is doing what they're doing. It's why the government media are doing what they're doing. It's why we see things completely differently than they do. We want to save the country from them. Marxism wouldn't matter if it didn't have a power, a voice, a political party in this country. But it does. But it does. Racism wouldn't matter, but for the fact that it has a home in the Democrat Party, whether it's anti-black racism after the Civil War and right into the 70s, or now anti-white racism. The Democrat Party. This is what we have to get across to our college kids, to our high school kids, to our youngest kids at the earliest ages. This is the book that we need to carry around to counter all the lies that they perpetuate. This book will be despised by the establishment, of course, so... I don't know how many libraries will take it. They'll take books, you know, with all kinds of genitalia doing various things, or somebody added one, somebody lost one, you know, for our kindergartners. I always find it funny when the Democrats say, you're banning books. How many of my books are in public school libraries, Mr. Producer? Probably none. Banning books. That's what they do. They ban what they don't like and impose what they do like. That's what they do. You know, I've given you a couple of tidbits out of this book, but not nearly uh, what it represents. Why they support abortion as they do, as aggressively as they do, the party of eugenics. Why do they do that? The open borders. We know why they do that, but there's other reasons, too. Why don't we talk about it? Some of it I have to say for the book, obviously, or my publisher will get very mad. But once I have a printed copy in my hands, which hopefully I'll have in a few weeks, we'll go through it some more. I'm going to be doing, at least for now, three book signings. 
one in California, one in New Jersey, and one in Virginia. If you've been to these or heard me before, you can guess where they are. One will be a Barnes & Noble. One will be the Reagan Library. We'll give that announcement not too distant future. I'm very surprised, and to their credit, they're welcoming me and you with open arms, and that's a good thing. In New Jersey, in Ridgewood, Ridgewood, New Jersey, one of my favorite places. Little store could called uh, Bookends. It's the only bookstore there, so there you go. I will give you the dates and the times in the very, very near future, probably early next week. You know, some people just write books. Authors who just write books. Some people just do radio. Some people just do television. Some people just do podcasting. Some people just do digital TV. One person does all of it. I do. Why? To make money? I and my family, we have enough money to live comfortably the rest of my life. I could retire this evening. But to what? That's not going to help my country. That's not going to help my family. That's going to... It's not going to help the kids and the grandkids. I should just step away. I can't. Until the time has come, and I'll know when the time has come. But it's not yet. Now, before we get into Van Jones... And some of the other racist comments from the race baiters who are out there. I want you to hear Eric Bowling, who's a dear friend of mine. Great broadcaster. Chris Christie goes on his show on Newsmax. A great channel. I'm a big fan. Big fan of all conservative outlets. But listen to this. Cut 21, go. Why are you running... Governor, why are you running? You know, Donald Trump is he's got like 53, 56 percent. If you believe the polls or any given poll, you're, you're down in the single digits. I mean, is, what, what motivates Chris Christie to run for president? Is it to take out Donald Trump or Chris Christie is sort of fulfilling some sort of, I don't know, emotional void <laughs> that you're looking for? Why, why, why are you running? Stop. Eric. <laughs> You should be in the TV Hall of Fame just for this. (laughs) He's so right on. He understands like I do. This guy's just a torpedo. To try and take out Trump or take out dissent. That's all he is. And how, how does Chris respond? I'll bet he's not happy. Wants to meet you in the octagon, maybe, Eric. He'll kick your ass, don't you know? By the way, Chris Christie, if you want to meet me in the octagon, let's do it, baby. Except one condition. You have to wear shorts and take your shirt off so that people can see the true Chris Christie. I'll have you lying on your fat ass in two seconds. You want to sound stupid? We'll all go down with you. Go ahead. Well, Eric, are you a psychiatrist today? Uh, you know, if you're a psychiatrist, spend more time on the former president than you will on me. No, no, we're spending time on you, pal. You're a coward. You didn't show up at that event with Tucker. You won't come on my radio show. I've got the second biggest radio show in America. 
Tucker obviously is a brand unto himself. Huge. You ducked him and you ducked me. Because you're a coward. I'll meet you in the octagon. How about you meet us on radio? Go ahead. Mind you that at this time in 2015, Donald Trump was at 6% and Jeb Bush was at 24%. Oh, okay. Got it. So you're comparing yourself to Trump now. You are messed up, dude. You are really a messed up dude. And Eric, are you a psychiatrist today? You might as well be, Eric, because the guy needs help. He's a messed up dude. In my humble opinion. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what company's looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, Take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Jones on CNN today, Mr. Producer. Cut 17, go. I think that on our side of the aisle, there is a two-tiered justice system, and Trump is benefiting from it. Can you imagine if Ilhan Omar had given a big speech and rallied 10,000 Muslims to attack a joint session of Congress? She'd have been in jail within three minutes. You know minutes. what? You know what, punk? Nobody ever confronts you. I know the commie punk who had to leave the White House because he was exposed, I think, by Glenn Beck as a is a commie punk. All this nonstop racism on cable, on CNN and MSNBC, it's never-ending. Oh, don't you see? Trump is benefiting America. They want to put him in prison until he dies. One Democrat prosecutor after another. This guy is a punk. Nobody calls him out. Ilhan Omar, you see, if she had called, what did he say, 10,000 Muslims, rallied them, To do what? To do what? She would have been in jail in three minutes, he says. Well, she rallied them to violence, maybe so, but Trump didn't do that. Why do they always have to argue in the alternative that it's always race? If he was was white, it wouldn't be happening. If she was Trump, it wouldn't be happening. If it was... So white people aren't prosecuted? The problem you have, Van Jones, is you hang around too many white people. That's your problem. You don't go to Camden, New Jersey for a weekend, which is majority black. You don't go to Chicago for a weekend, most of the significantly black. Why? I assume you're not a racist because it's dangerous. Because black people are getting killed by other black people. 
All you want to do is talk about Trump all the time. Trump, who did more for black people in this country than Barack Obama ever did. Period. Did more for blacks in this country than Van Jones has, has ever done. What is this constant BS? Tell me, Black Lives Matter, they're riots. Did the Department of Justice open its biggest ever investigation and start throwing people in prison by the hundreds? People actually died. Buildings actually burned. What about that? Well, I don't know, you know. Ilian Omar. He defends Ilian Omar who is a bigot, who is a racist, who is an anti-Semite. There he is, Van Jones on CNN. And it's all over cable. It's all over the Democrat Party. Therefore, it's all over MSNBC. And it's all over CNN, which is also the Democrat Party. Yes. What if Ilhan Omar called 10,000 Muslims to a joint session? I have an idea. What if Muslims showed up? at school board meetings to protest what the teachers union are doing to their children. Would you support them then, Van Jones? I would. You jerk. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. I don't know if you know it. Well, you know it. There's really a handful of us left in broadcasting who are willing to stand up to this stuff. Handful of us. I mean, and to call it what it is, and to be very blunt about it, not dance around it. My view is I've got one life to live, and I don't want to be on my deathbed one day saying, why the hell did you compromise your principles while they're destroying your country and your family and your grandchildren and all the rest? What kind of country are you going to leave behind? I'm not going to sit still for it. If I have to write books till I'm blue in the face, do radio till I'm blue in the face, whatever it is, I'll know when it's time to stop. 
But here we are. I want to read something to you. In the Washington Times by Jeff Mordock, it's really a very important piece about this Jack Smith. Now, Jack Smith does not care what I say or what anybody else says. Why? Because he's immune from everything. Here you have one of the most powerful people in the nation, if not the face of the earth. We have no say in what he's doing. He will not go before Congress, even if they have the guts to call him and testify. He can do whatever he wants to the election. He can destroy the election. He can destroy the Republican Party. He can destroy Donald Trump. And he's trying to do all that, by the way. And the scenario is created. It's like this woman today says, or the guys, don't say two-tier justice. Screw you. The hell do you think you are? Two-tier justice. Can't say that. Because now if you say it, you're appropriating language from a bygone era. I'm not appropriating anything. I wasn't even saying it until they said you can't. Say whatever the hell we want. You're the racists. You're the demagogues. You're the bigots. You're the anti-Semites. We believe in liberty. We believe in getting along with other people. You believe in classifying us. The hell do you think? What, you're going to tell us what we can say? Screw you! Van Jones. If Elyvon Omar said the things Trump did, she comes into this country first generation. Hates America. Supports defunding the police, right, Van? May I call you Van? Destroys what used to be a mid-sized, beautiful little town, frankly, from my perspective. Really two towns, Minneapolis, St. Paul. All of a sudden, it's the center of the overthrow of the United States. Yes. Then they push their false narrative, systemic racism. Really? I must have missed that day in class, Mr. Producer. Is there a book on this? Is there a pamphlet to all white people? All white people, yes. What is it? You're to hate other people. Oh, okay. I didn't know that, but thanks for telling me. What did I know? Racism cuts both ways. My buddy Scott... Hennon, North Dakota, the flag. This is a story that Van Jones won't comment on. This is a story that won't be discussed, certainly not much, on CNN or MSNBC. Well, what's the story? This past Friday, it's Fargo, North Dakota, you know. It's not New York, it's not Chicago, it's a, it's a little town. It's a big tip for North Dakota. So this, <coughs> excuse me, cholera. So this past Friday, this guy happens upon a car accident. He goes up to the situation there, the accident. 
and he shoots three Fargo police officers in cold blood. Shoots them. Murders one of them, critically wounds two others. He's a Muslim. What do you think, Van? Can you comment on that? Any racial undertones there? Now, if I'm a leftist like Van Jones, a Marxist, I take that situation and I apply it to all Muslims in America. But it doesn't apply to all Muslims in America. Any more than something that happens applies to all whites in America or all blacks in America. You jerk! But here's the bigger part of the story. They now know that he was en route to the Fargo Street Fair, which is a big event there, with an arsenal of weapons and explosives in his car. He's going to try and slaughter as many people as he could. Cops. Fargo's not exactly, you know, a, uh, a community of a lot of blacks and minorities. He's there to kill people. Van. White people. Now, what happened was, a fourth Fargo police officer, Zach Robinson, took heroic action, checked out this car, The, 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 the killer's name is Mohammed Barakat. 30 rounds from his pistol. He saw he had 30 rounds in his pistol. Joe Biden hasn't mentioned this today. Jayapal hasn't mentioned this today. MSNBC hasn't mentioned this today. CNN hasn't mentioned this today. I don't even know what Fox says. I have. What do you think about that, Van? Did you cover it on CNN? I'm just curious. To do a Van Jones stuff, that was a white guy killing three people, and then we'd hear all about it. What does that do? What's the purpose of that? There is no purpose other than to, to stir up racial animosity. It's the same Van Jones. The same Marxist. Whatever. When five black police officers killed a black individual. Remember this, Mr. Producer? He blamed white supremacy. So this I got to understand. Well, you'll not understand it. See, these five officers, according to Van Jones, they were taught policing by the white dominant system. And so they knew to be on the lookout for blacks. And that was in their head, even though they're black. So it's the white man's fault. First of all, there's a lot of white people I can't stand. I don't even know what this means. What does that mean? Like Jamie Raskin, he's not only white, he's Jewish. Guy's a schmuck. Last time I checked, Biden's white. Last time I checked, Schumer's white. I can go down a whole list. How about you, Van? Can you go down a list? People in your race that eat spies? No, he can't. 
Unless it's like Clarence Thomas, you know, something like that. This is the Marxist mentality. It's not the mentality of a free people. It's not the mentality of people who really do want to live in peace, who really do want to live as a united nation. But we get this, this kind of crap on TV and radio. It's nonstop. And so fools like Joe Scarborough, they've decided to throw in. Joe Scarborough can't make two nickels anywhere else. He tried radio. He failed. He wanted to come on Fox. They didn't want him. He gets a gig with his girlfriend, with his uh, now wife. And he throws in. He's a Trump hater. By the way, people say to me, although they don't, I'll just say they do. Why do you despise Chris Christie so much? I'll tell you why. Because Chris Christie is obsessed with destroying Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis and any serious conservative out there because Chris Christie is not a conservative. He's a Northeastern, moderate to liberal Republican who worked for the George Bush administration. He's never been a conservative. He can't tell me anything he's done. So here's my problem. He doesn't run on anything positive. He's not, what, what, are, what are Chris Christie's top five issues? Anybody know? I don't. He's everywhere. Everywhere. What are his top five issues? He doesn't have top five top issues. He's brought on TV to attack Trump and from time to time DeSantis. So why is that a problem? I don't mind candidates going at it. I really don't. When one's under attack, they respond and so forth. You know I don't like the way Trump talks about DeSantis. That said, Trump's not running to, for president to destroy DeSantis. DeSantis is not running for president to destroy Trump. Chris Christie's running for president for no damn good reason. And guys like him are going to wind up electing Joe Biden, who's shuffling around, bumping into walls, selling out the country, destroying our country. Guys like him... Never Trumpers. They're going to elect Joe Biden to a second term. Because he doesn't put his country first. That's why. And I said it and I mean it. That's my problem. With him. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. All right, let me start this. Washington Times, Jeff Marduk. I really want you to listen to this. Special counsel Jack Smith, who's brought federal charges against former President Trump, is an overzealous prosecutor, relies on ethically dubious tactics, including media leaks and enticing witnesses, say those who have been caught in his snare. And I've been hammering on this and hammering on this here, Fox, Levin TV, everywhere. Mr. Smith headed the Department of Justice Public Integrity Section during the Obama administration from 2010 to 2015. Led a team of 30 prosecutors pursuing public corruption. Well, he should be pursuing himself against major political figures. Mr. Smith and other prosecutors, some working on the Trump case, have uh, followed a familiar playbook. The script 
earned Mr. Smith a reputation as a hard-driving, tense prosecutor. But a string of mistrials and overturned convictions led to sharp rebukes from federal judges, including U.S. Chief Justice John Roberts. Those are not white knights. They are very dangerous and will use any tactics to win at all costs, said former Representative Rick Renzi, an Arizona Republican, who Mr. Smith, his team convicted in 2013 on corruption and fraud charges. Mr. Renzi maintained his innocence, but served nearly two years in prison before he was pardoned by President Trump in 2021. He credits a 190-page white paper that his legal team submitted to the Justice Department claiming repeated, concealed, and corrosive misconduct by prosecutors. There's so much here. I don't want you to leave. I want to dig into this with you because he's using tactics that were used against, among others, the Virginia governor. I'll be right back. Mark Levin, making conservatism great again. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. Let me finish this vitally important article. It's done by Congressman Renzi of Arizona. He said, Renzi, Renzi, listen to this. He was shocked by the similarities between his case and the prosecution of Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump was charged with 37 counts, <clears throat> including willful retention of, you know, so forth. Review found that Mr. Smith's team followed the same playbook that's, you know, Jack the Ripper Smith. In the Trump case, as in other high-profile stakes political prosecutions, both Republicans and Democrats, that playbook has resulted in a spotty record. Mr. Smith's conviction against former Virginia Governor Robert McDonald, a Republican accused of accepting payments and gifts in violation of federal public corruption laws, was overturned by the Supreme Court, 8-0. to zero. The case against former Senator John Edwards, a North Carolina Democrat presidential candidate, accused of illegally using campaign cash to conceal his mistress and love child, ended with a hung jury and a mistrial. And the Department of Justice determined the case was too weak to, to recharge. The prosecution of Senator Robert Menendez, a New Jersey Democrat accused of taking bribes, collapsed in a mistrial. Collapsed. The conviction of New York Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver, a Democrat, on federal corruption charges was overturned by an appeals court. He was then convicted during a second trial, but on appeals... They threw out three of the six guilty verdicts. And he died in prison. Government lawyers have a higher duty to the truth and cause of justice, and that's where some of these government prosecutors like Mr. Smith have fallen short, Mr. McDonald said. They're smart and well-credentialed, but they don't seem to be exercising good judgment when it comes to this point. Menendez declined to comment. A spokesman for... Jack Smith declined to comment. No, they prefer to leak, you see, and I've proven that without question. Attorney General Merrick Garland has staunchly defended Smith's standing as a veteran career prosecutor. Yes, yeah, so is Beria. As I said, when I pointed Mr. Smith, ah, shut up, you idiot, who cares what you say? Several patterns emerged from most of Mr. Smith's high-profile prosecutions. The first is a questionable piercing of the attorney-client privilege which he did, by the way, with the help of an Obama judge. 
In the, case, in, the Trump, uh, in the Trump case, Mr. Smith's team persuaded a federal judge to set aside the protection under the crime fraud exception. The exception allows attorneys to break attorney-client privilege if they believe the legal advice was used in furthering a crime. So basically, you have no defense. Your lawyer testifies for the prosecution. That seems pretty fair, doesn't it? The ruling allowed prosecutors to access notes of Trump attorney Evan Corcoran that formed the basis for much of their allegations against the former president. Mr. Smith took a similar tack in the Renzi case, the congressman. He submitted as evidence recordings of the former lawmaker's private conversation with his attorneys. U.S. District Judge David Berry concluded the prosecutors unlawfully recorded the calls. Recorded the calls between the man and his lawyers. And he ordered them to be suppressed, along with the fact that the calls were wiretapped. So this guy wiretapped the calls between the client and his lawyers, Mr. Producer. The government's conduct in its totality warrants a more significant sanction than just suppressing the privileged evidence. The court suppresses the wiretap, the judge said, adding the government acted unreasonably to exceed its authority. Now, Mr. Smith was more successful in the McDonald case. Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld the attorney-client privilege, did not protect emails, that is the, the breaking of it, did not protect emails from a government, wire t- uh, government lawyers. The court concluded McDonald's legal team failed to provide the, the emails, and that, uh, that constituted legal advice. So they got it. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Mr. McDonald said he's still stunned and incredibly disappointed that confidential discussions with his attorney were disclosed to the grand jury. Now, that's even worse. They go into the grand jury in order to get an indictment. They play recordings. They talk about notes. They talk about conversations that McDonald had with his lawyer. Now, the crime fraud exception, as it's been pointed out uh, by others, but I want to emphasize does not apply in a case where, let's say you say to your lawyer, say, well, what can I do to get out of this? Should I burn the, the documents? Should I burn the evidence? What should I do? No, don't burn them. You can't do that. That's not, that's not advice in furtherance of a crime or seeking to ensnare your lawyer in a crime. That's asking questions. You can ask any question you want. That's different from saying, look, I need your help. Here are the documents. Go home and burn them. Well, I'd rather not. No, I need you to do it. You're my lawyer. Please do it. That's a crime that is not protected from attorney-client privilege. You see the difference. Now, the hallmark of a Smith prosecution is leaking to the news media. Now, I spent two Sundays ago on my Fox show, and I have here, I pulled together, Landmark Legal Foundation pulled together my request, an inch-thick stack of articles over the last six months of leaks that had to be from the government, which means from this a-hole, had to be from the government. It only benefited the prosecution to CNN, the New York Times, and the Washington Post. Mr. McDonald said the case against him was littered with leaks, beginning with a newspaper report of the investigation. He said there's no question the initial story came from the government leaking things to the Washington Post. There was a grand jury impaneled. It was pretty clear the grand jury information was being leaked to the Washington Post, which is a separate violation of the law. And the 
prosecution has leaked more information about the classified documents that Donald Trump's team hasn't leaked anything. Former Congressman Redenstein's experience was familiar ahead of the 2006 midterm elections when his seat was hotly contested. News of his corruption investigation appeared in local and national media. Some reports cited Justice Department officials. This guy, Renzi, he was tough. He just wouldn't throw in the towel. He said, no, I didn't do anything. The leaks were so pervasive that Justice Department officials, including FBI Director Robert Mueller, issued a memorandum with a stern message. Oh, that'll stop him. What I recommended two Sundays ago on Fox is a motion by Trump's lawyers immediately to this Judge Collins. Seeking to have her direct the Office of Professional Responsibility of the Department of Justice to investigate leaks out of the special counsel's office. Menendez's lead team said prosecutors engaged in a deliberate pattern of media leaks that damaged the senator's credibility with the public. To increase the chances of indictment, the attorneys and prosecutors' actions amounted to serious misconduct, doing exactly this to Trump. Last month, several outlets published a leaked audio recording of a 2021 private meeting between Trump and staffers. The former president discussed holding secret government documents that he did not declassify. The media leaks are a three-pronged attack, Mr. Renzi said. Taints the jury pool, suppresses voter turnout, and pressures the judge to rule in their favor. I'm telling you, this guy is a thug who's destroying our country. Stanley Woodward, an attorney for Mr. Nauta, that is the co-defendant here with Trump, his former or current confidant, I guess, said a prosecutor on Mr. Smith's team trying to secure cooperation suggested that the attorney, Mr. Woodward's application for a judgeship will be considered more favorably if he and his client turned against Mr. Trump. You turn state's evidence and I'll see it to it that you become a judge. That's extortion. Mr. Woodward has filed a complaint with the chief U.S. judge in Washington alleging prosecutorial misconduct. Well, what's going on with that? Because if it's determined that's accurate, I'm sure it is. The whole case is over. And this judge in Washington is an Obama appointee. Can we say that? Like, they, oh, Trump appointee. It's an Obama appointee. And I think Judge Collins in Florida... Or to say, we're not going anywhere until that's resolved. In the McDonald case, prosecutors filed charges against the former governor's wife and promised to drop the charges if she would testify against them. This is what we're dealing with. They're not seeking the truth. The government promised to pay $25,000 to Philip Aries, the cooperating witness in the Renzi case. But prosecutors invoked his testimony more than 90 times during closing arguments. Mr. Airy said he did not receive one thin dime for his cooperation. They tried to pay off a witness? Weeks before Mr. Renzi's Supreme Court petition, Mr. Aries emailed a prosecutor seeking his $25,000 payment, which he said would be like winning the lottery. Although the FBI promised the payment, Mr. Renzi said, Mr. Smith's team was aware of the deal, and concealed it from the defense. He should be disbarred, this pig. Now, the hallmark appears to be a broad interpretation of the law. I've talked about all this. 
resulting in several rebukes for failed prosecutions of Mr. Smith's political cases. John Edwards, 2004, Democratic case. Six counts, including three involving Federal Elections Act. Ultimately, the Justice Department was embarrassed when the jury deadlocked on five of the six felonies and acquitted Mr. Edwards on one. National Review questioned the government's claims before the trial, said efforts to conceal an extramarital affair, an illegitimate child, hardly amounted to election fraud. By the way, this is the same thing Bragg's doing. Oh, these non-disclosure agreements? Yes. He's making the same argument. In the Menendez case, 10 of the 12 jurors said prosecutors stretched the definition of bribery and corruption. In the statute, failed to make the case that receiving the gifts violated federal law. He did exactly the same thing in Virginia under Virginia law. Where the U.S. Supreme Court said, you convicted of bribery. That's not what the statute says. It's so broad, anything could be bribery. This is what Trump's up against. The most stunning condemnation was in the McDonald case when the Supreme Court overturned his conviction. There is no doubt that this case is distasteful. It may be worse than that, Justice Roberts wrote in a unanimous opinion. But our concern is not with tawdry tales of Ferraris and Rolexes and ball gowns. It's instead with a broader legal, turning page, implications of the government's boundless interpretation of federal bribery statutes. It's Mr. Smith who should be in prison. It's Mr. Smith who should be in prison. Look how many lives he's destroyed. You have to be a psychopath to like this stuff. Don't you think, Mr. Producer? You have to be a real psycho job to be pursuing cases like this. Right, Chris Christie? Yes, you do need a psychiatrist. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Trust me when I tell you we have our own echo chamber here, as Russ used to call it. I talked about Ken Starr. I think it was last night I talked about him on uh, other platforms, too, the way they treated Ken Starr, where they would harass him every morning, every night. I even interviewed Ken about this in 2019 in the Mueller case, how they treated Mueller much differently than him. This guy, you know, they build him up while they tore down Ken Starr. And uh, we have an echo chamber. It's been repeated today. This is good. But can you at least push like the, the Democrat Party hates America? If you're going to take the stuff that I say, at least have the good taste. You don't have to mention me, but mention some source. I mean, I'm not your writers and so forth. You know, I get up early in the morning and I have to deal with Humana. Because one of my family members is just not able to. And they cut, they cut him off my family member, for no reason at all. It's on automatic pay. You know this backup system of Medicare, Mr. Producer? And I should know it's automatic pay. It's my credit card. So out of the blue, they cut them off. So for a month, they're doing an analysis. So I call them back today. I said, I'll just pay you. Can you get them back on the system? So I give them numbers, yeah, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, this number, that number, this number, that, and my phone number. And they say, we'll call you back at 2.30. Humana, what time is it now? Nine o'clock? I'm still waiting. It's worse than the damn DMV. Maybe I'll go to another company. You never know. 
Well, I want to salute all you heroes out there. Thanks for sticking with us tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless. God bless.